0: This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, Session 172. And the quote of the day is from Al Cap, who said, The public is like a piano. You just have to know what keys to poke. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers and industry professionals. Information, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Rafini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. If this is the first time listening to the podcast, there's 170-some other interviews and conversations at drummersresource.com, and there's been a couple of people who have emailed me about whether one, you can download them or not. You can, for some reason, the functionality was turned off on the site. I don't know what was up with that, but you can now download them on the website. Also, not all of the episodes are on iTunes because there was an issue with the latest sessions getting updated to iTunes. So I had to make an adjustment there. So the most recent 50 are on iTunes and the rest are at drummersresource.com. All 172 of them or so. So uh, you can download them and, and do all that and check them out there. Also, so, while you're there, while you're on drummersresource.com, be sure to sign up for the mailing list because you can get a free copy of my ebook, Stick Control Variations. And that's 11 creative exercises to help you improve your independence, your speed, and your chops. 100% free. I'll send it to you. Just sign up for the mailing list. And if any of you are subscribers to Drummer by Drum Magazine, they just did a two-page spread on me and Drummer's Resource, which is really, really cool. I'm stoked to be in that magazine. Uh, It's it's really an honor. So if any of you guys... Want to check that out? I would love to hear your feedback on the article. And just a big thanks to Drum Magazine for, for doing that piece on me. Really, really grateful for that opportunity. Now, let's get into the interview for today. The interview is with Gary Husband. And for those of you who don't know who Gary is, uh, I suggest that you dig deep into this, this interview and just really take some notes. He is an accomplished drummer and piano player and is literally an A-list player, On both instruments which is amazing and this conversation we talk a lot about the parallels between the two and how he uses one to influence the other and play melodically and playing or I shouldn't say play melodically playing um, you know how he hears these instruments playing them with other people and just a just a really good conversation that Gary and I have so I'm really happy to share it with you so without further ado let's get into it with mr. Gary husband Gary, how are you today? Thanks so much for doing this. Hey Nick, great to hear you. So, Wonderful. Are, So you're in the UK right now, right? Yes, I am. So, yes. I yesterday I I talked to a couple of people in the UK and it's been raining here for like a week and everybody's like, "Oh, it's 80 and sunny." And I said, "I think that we reverse we reversed the uh, weather here for a little while." <laughs> <buyout." laughs>
1: Yeah, you could say. Actually, I just got back from Poland and uh, even Poland, it's specific parts of Poland I'm thinking of. It actually looks really, really pretty at the moment in this glorious sunshine. Yeah,
0: I've actually never been to Poland, but I just just got married and uh, my wife is 100% Polish. Well, not just. It'll be a year next week. But uh, my wife is 100% (laughs) 100 Polish. So I want to go over and see Poland. I would love to. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we just went to
1: the south where they've got the highest mountain in uh, in Poland, and it's 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 very particular there, very beautiful, very enchanting
0: uh, so were you were you playing, or were you just there for vacation?
1: Yes, no, i was i was I was doing a series of three concerts with with a couple of guys and uh, and the first one was in that region. it was it was just great.
0: yeah, I, I'm looking forward to going, so never been though. yeah, great, <laughs> great. So I I always like to get a little bit of backstory on my guests just to build a little bit of context and you know there's you can go to your website and read your bio and and all of that sort of thing but just for the listeners oh, who, yeah. who don't know who you are uh, if you could just give sort of a just a little bit of your of your backstory and explain a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hmm, and it's
1: a it's a. It's it's quite convoluted, there, Nick. It um...
0: you have fifteen seconds. No <laughs> kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, the thing is that you know I'm coming from being a, a classical piano student originally, and and at the same time I started sort of picking up inclinations to 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 want to become uh, active in playing in playing drums because you know for for the most pertinent reason was was that um, drums represented a, a you know a real kind of freedom, which was up against all the academia that I was involved in as as a as a small kid and student in music. It was it was really really attractive. Uh, not very attractive to my classical piano teacher, he was not happy about that at all. <laughs> but uh, it was certainly it was for me so.
0: So sort so of your, can, your way of rebelling a little bit.
1: It was absolutely, yeah. It was really just to break free, you know, absolutely. You're, you're right on the money there. And um, from that point, I never really considered that uh, stopping one other instrument was in the question. So I just kept two going. So in, I've always been a kind of two-instrument guy, two-main instrument guy. Two main instrument guy. I, I should clarify. It's, it's not really the case that one of them is is kind of behind the other in in any kind of way. They've they've they're they're, they're kind of correlated uh, along the same kind of stage of development, both of them, and they've both developed together. And, and that is the way it's been a pretty natural and organic process for me in that way.
0: So, how long so, were you playing piano, and, and at what age did you start playing piano, and then at what age did you start playing drums?
1: Oh, no idea um i'm I'm guessing around my my parents told me I was playing piano as soon as I could reach the keyboard, so you know so I definitely must have had a leaning to it uh, towards it rather and um so I'm guessing pretty young, really, and my father was a musician, so i mean he was he was starting me off on sort of basics long before I started going for piano lessons per se, you know, so um. And I wanted to be a Formula One driver too, I have to say that. So I was like fighting off all these different sort of impulses and interests and,
0: uh, you know, yeah. Are you still a Formula One enthusiast?
1: Yeah, kind of. I mean, I I deliberately distanced myself from it a long time ago because I just – it's completely seduced by it. So, you know, rather than just live a life of that, oh, you know, that really could have been for me and stuff, I just tend to sort of keep away from it and watch
0: boxing. Really? So we're, I mean, we're, did you did you race cars and things like that? No, 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 no. no? I, I, never... I never, I
1: never, I never did. But I, I did make a very conscious decision to to go the way of being a musician over over this this pretty powerful urge that I had to be a to be a pro driver, you know. And a lot of that was down to my mum actually. She said, you know, you're really doing well in music, and you're showing a very natural gift for this, and you really don't have to be going, you know, at ludicrous speeds in a in a Formula One car, you know. And she,
0: I I got the point. Right, it's a little safer to be a musician than a than a Formula One driver, maybe.
1: And it, and it's kind of hard, Nick. Yeah, I mean, you, a lot of us as musicians we're quite kind of obsessive. Or, you know, I mean, we're, we we want to go the whole hog, and if you're going to embrace something, you go all the way and do it. And it's it's pretty hard for me to be on the sidelines and just sort of be a you know a fan yeah kind of you know once in a while you know just get in a car every now and again it just isn't enough for me
0: (laughs) that's interesting (laughs) I've never it's 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 just funny that you know you're saying well I was playing piano and then I decided I want to play drums and then I was going to race cars, but I decided not to do that. It's just a, it's a it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting turn there, but which yeah. is cool. I like that. I hear you. <laughs> so um, yeah, the,
1: hence hence the reason I I call it a bit of a mixed bag. You know, I come from quite a sort of uh, I don't I don't know what you call it. There's so many things happening in um, to do with the, the, the sort of if. Evolving of this whole idea of being a and what kind of a musician as well I was going to be because I was just drawn to so many different types of music so it's pretty it's pretty tough to put in enough nutshell and certainly not 15 seconds
0: right <laughs> well that's what we're here for we're here to chat so yeah. okay. so now how. Taking all the things that you learned from playing piano, how did that yeah. translate when you started playing drums? And did you sort of use any of those techniques of learning piano that you did on drums?
1: No, I think I think most of what is sort of what do you call that cross currenting or cross? Yeah, you know,
0: uh, I understand. Yeah, like cross, almost like cross pollinating, sort of.
1: Yes, cross pollinating. Yeah. Um, I think really the, the majority of, of of what's happened in in the way of that has, has been pretty sort of unconsciously, really, um, and and even to the point I'm I'm just not sure where or if you know and when that happened in in you know in, and and in which kind of examples I could sort of point to, which I can't. <laughs> I I think in general terms. The piano, as it is, is is often recommended to musicians who maybe specialize on another instrument, like trumpet or, or violin, as a great secondary instrument. So when you when a lot of people go early to colleges and stuff, it's it's kind of insisted that you take up a second instrument.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think and piano it, is a little easier to learn in the beginning, just because it's all laid out in front of you, rather than learning ambiter or learning, you know learning scales or chords on a guitar or something like that
1: yes yes i, I think by nature that it, that it is all all there right in front of you you can, you can see and digest the logic by, by looking at it and you see what a scale is and you see you know the the 12 notes inside of a scale and whatever else and 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 along with that comes um a particular kind of more general and very comprehensive kind of understanding of, of, of the way music is kind of built up, you know, in terms of harmony and, and, and um, not so much form, but you, you, you go on to, to, to study this, but a lot of, a, a lot of really, uh, you know, the, the infrastructure of music and music making is, 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 is very clear from the piano side of things, is the piano seems to cover an awful lot. It's, it's about as sensical as I can be. Yeah, that, that. that
0: makes sense. And do you, I, And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm guessing that for you, when you were practicing one or the other, it was never, you know, I'm practicing drums or I'm practicing piano. I'm guessing it's just I'm practicing playing music.
1: Exactly. You know, you really got it, Nick. That's exactly how I felt. You know, music was music, and, and, and it didn't really matter the. The realm, or the idiom, or, or for that matter, the instrument—it's just any activity in 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 that process of, of making a sound and making it musical and making it mean something and stuff like that—that that was very important to me from the first moment in
0: music. So this may be hard to answer, but do you hear, do you hear the drums and the piano the same way?
1: No, no, I don't, because they make a different sound. But but they, what I i'm not conscious is, of is any kind of separation between them in in that really that one takes you know i often get asked this question you know which is which which holds which holds the you know the most importance for you as a player which which particular instrument and i say, well the most complete answer i can always give is is that the the piano is 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 half of my expression. The drums are the other half of it, and together they make a whole. I, I know it sounds ludicrously
0: no, simple. No, I, I don't think so.
1: But but without one of them, the other one would feel incomplete. So if if that makes any any sense, it's it's kind of the way I feel.
0: <laughs> I don't think yeah. that you're in this situation often, but I can't imagine what it's like for you to play with a bad drummer or to play with a bad keyboard player. And you're like, man, I could do that better. <laughs>
1: Oh well, yeah,
0: yeah, no, <laughs> yeah but
1: you know, we we're, we're we're all different, and
0: sure, sure, sure. You know, sure. I, I,
1: <laughs> I just I love playing with drummers as as a, as a piano player because because they're all different and we we, we are all different.
0: Mhm. Mhm. I agree.
1: And, and and vice versa with with uh, as a drummer just playing with whoever you know.
0: So I have a, I have a couple questions in terms of the in terms of the musical approach just playing just playing in general but specifically about drums because i you know playing melodically is more to me is more of a conceptual thing rather than reading number 37 out of this book or something like that so what what advice do you have for people who are really trying to hone their melodic chops when they're playing on the drums
1: i don't really know what melodic chops are on the drums because i don't really hear them as a melody instrument at all but 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 what I do hear is you, you have a series of percussion instruments that, that are distinct by the sound that they make and the way they all sound together as a family. So and, you and don't it,
0: hear drums melodically?
1: No, no.
0: It's but interesting.
1: I, I, I hear them imply a kind of melody. In fact, you know what I hear mostly with drums and even in piano if it comes to that too, is, is that it, it's got more of a correlation to to speech than melody. It's 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 more sort of related to, some, say, somebody says to you in the morning, you know, "What are you going to do today?" And that sounds like a a phrase that I'd play on the drums, or somebody would play on the drums, like, "What are you going to do today?" And the way that you can say that, or you could, you know, that they didn't hear you correctly, you could go, "I said." What are you going to do today? And you you enforce it a little more, and, and in all these things they sound very kind of speech-like, you know. To me, to me, the the way people sort of communicate with each other through speech, and the way that you're more emphatic about, you know, uh, saying something, and in our case, a phrase, and and how many times you choose to repeat it, you know. And this can be, you can you can actually sort of Start to gain a a kind of frustration to it because you're you're not being understood so you repeat it again and again and you have this more of an intensity to it and it's and it's accumulating in energy you know and and in all these ways I I kind of think of um, you know this is like talking and and in a way if you take people who play with a very simple vocabulary you know and that that being the the key word here. Um, People can play with a, a very, very narrow vocabulary in, in 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 terms of the fact that they they don't have too much at the disposal to be able to draw on, and and they manage to say very effectively what they manage to say using very simple phrases, and, and very simple sort of uh, not long words, not not convoluted anything, and um, and but the, but the best things are simple, aren't they? I mean, you take you look at it. Three words. I love you. What's more powerful than that? Nothing. So you, you're already saying everything with three words, but it's how you say it and, and how you can, I don't know. Does, does this sound ridiculous? No, it oppressive? doesn't sound. Um, I'm at,
0: and and for the reason I'm silent, not because I'm zoning out because this is really mm. interesting to me mm. because you're the first person who has ever explained it this way. And that I, you're the first person who's, who's ever talked to it. This talked about it this way. I have heard the, the mm. comparison where if you listen to someone talk, you can usually tell how they play. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but but going the other way of saying of saying you know, playing these things and it's how people would would actually say these words is it's very interesting to me. So if you want to keep going, I'm listening. <laughs> mm, mm. It doesn't sound ridiculous at all. No.
1: Well, you know it it it. It's strange because we're actually tying in with what your original angle on this question, and, and revolving around um, concerning melody, uh, it's in the fact that I could actually say the same thing um, with my keyboard soloing, or a piano solo, or a synthesizer solo, or whatever I'd be doing, and and this this too would 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 start to present almost spoken phrases to me, but but ones. Ones that obviously invoke um, some kind of, you know, they have this musical strength. You, the beauty is made from what kind of a, your starting note and the second note you play, what interval that is and how, on what interval the next one is. So you may choose to go up a fourth, then go up a seventh, and then come down to a sixth, and then go up to a thirteenth or something like that. And that kind of, root you know I'd never want to look at it on a graph or anything or I mean, it', it it's, it's it's of no fascination to see it notated as such but to hear it and to hear how different people would interpret that just that one thing those those series of exact notes played the same way but by different people and they'd each bring a completely different meaning to it and and that's the kind of thing that's been of, of
0: fascination to me for a long, long time. Sort of like a whisper down the lane type of thing.
1: Yeah, it could be anything from a, from whisper to, to out and outrage. You right.
0: Know? Right.
1: And and these are the kind of things, you know, where the, the crossover from the keyboard to the drums for me. Apart from well apart from the more sort of general knowledge kind of area of music, which which you invariably cover when you're learning piano. You get a you get a very general education. Not just in piano but in in musical theory and harmony and form of course because you're you're in you're involved in in um, you know every everything starts to make sense with from piano lessons and piano theory and general music theory so this 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 can't help but but I don't even I wouldn't even insist help your drumming but but definitely enhance it and give you a, a you know even if it even if it shows you what you don't want to do i i always used to talk about different drummers and think but but listening to even the worst drummer in the world is still a great learning experience because you you you're gaining a a massive amount of knowledge and insight about yourself about what you don't want to do and how you don't want to sound and or how it would be physically wrong to play or whatever and all of this you you get from looking and listening to yeah even a bad drum, So everything's learning, learning,
0: learning. Sure. Me. Sure. So you, and I don't, I don't want to, uh, I'm just, I'm going to go out on a limb because this is just my guess, but you don't seem the type of person that goes into the practice room and sort of sheds specific things.
1: No. Um, I kind of do that. If, um, I, I usually get a lot of ideas, inspirations for, for rhythmic figures and and I don't know drum composition if you like or rhythmic compo- composition while traveling. There's something about the motion of being on a train and the way you're being jarred a little bit and then you know there's a smooth bit and then there's a harder bit and the way it all kind of like it, it presents a, a very kind of um, you know constantly. Uh, Impromptu oh. composition, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's like it's a ra- symphony of
0: movement almost.
1: Yeah, it's like completely random. So you you you're listening to this, it's, it's, it's all coming happening very spontaneously. And there's something in the motion of that that, that 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 sparks. You know, I start hearing things like it's it's probably a form of madness. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really starts. You know, it gets the juices going, and this and I start hearing things. And from that point. And, I, and indeed, I can be—I I could be on a plane, or I could be on a train, and or a car, or whatever. I'll start thinking about um, how I would play that, you know, in, in terms of a kind of physical application. And then when I when I do get around to the drums, I'll, I'll I'll have like a blueprint of this, or a tape recording of me singing it, or I'll have written it down, notated it, or something. And then I, I figure out how I can play it and how how it how I can make it. Sound good on the drums.
0: So th- that's what I was going to ask. So what would what's what would a typical practice session be like for you, or is there never a typical practice session?
1: No, there is there is not one really. You know. <laughs> and, and I have to say, you know, this there, life on the road is 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 a very particular thing, and nothing's consistent on the road. Nothing. Right. So you know, and the and the last thing that is is the fact that once you are anywhere near a rehearsal room or a stage for sound check or a dressing room nobody wants to hear a guy with a pair of sticks or in a practice pad or a snare drum you know a, let alone a live drum I right. mean, that is absolutely forbidden
0: right right
1: and uh, so i mean basically you you you've, it's so much is done on the fly but I, I think you have to be very trusting, and I think you have to develop your your own sense of trust and conviction and and um, and belief in what you're doing to be to be able to do that. And it's 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 not for everybody. But you know, say um, I'd come off a tour, and then I'd I'd immediately go away to Hamburg and play with the Norddeutsche Rundfunk Big Band in Hamburg, the NDR, which I do frequently. You know how much time I get to prepare for that? I have, I have nothing, nothing. I, I, I go there, I set my symbols up because I have a set of symbols there. The composer walks in, it's a different project every week, and until nine minutes before everybody sits down to rehearse the first tune, I have no idea what kind of style of music it's going to be, um, what's going to be required of me, you know, how any of these pieces go, the geography of any of the, the music that I'm reading. I have no idea about any of it, and if all of it's just done through having, thank God, you know, develop some kind of trust in myself. I can do this. I can deal with, you know, any particular situation that's 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 being put to me there, and and, and challenge that's being made to me, and and particularly when 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 it's. Of course, got a, a jazz leaning to it. Improvisation is involved, and therefore interpretation is everything. And 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 you have to also develop a lot of conviction in your in the fact that you can interpret something at the drop of a hat. That's going to make musical sense, and that's going to be stimulating to do other musicians. Which is exactly what we're there for, isn't it? So all of these things. If I were to actually think about a way to practice all these things, I I, I have no idea. But I do. Like to play on a set of pillows, or maybe a bed mattress, or something in the hotel room before I before I go out. You know, in in the company of my own company. Right. Because because once you're with anybody else, like I say, you know, it's. I once saw Vinnie Colitano in a car with a pair of sticks, and he drove this. He drove this driver bananas. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you 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 obviously know what a compulsive practice it's very rare to see Vinnie without a pair of sticks
0: oh yeah yeah
1: so uh you know this was particularly amusing to me it's beautiful beautiful and speaking
0: of Vinnie I have to imagine that it's great to to be able to play with great drummer from it as a drummer to get to play with some of these great drummers as well yeah
1: it is it is and, and like you him, know learn boy. from
0: them and that's a it's amazing
1: it is really yeah so how? If,
0: go ahead. In fact, we we
1: appeared on a there's, there's a there's a record I just played on for a, a French Canadian bass player called Antoine Fafard, and um, I'm playing drums on it and keyboards and piano and stuff on his next one. But the album he did before features a drum duet um, between myself and Vinny. Oh, really?
0: Yes. I'm yes. gonna have to check that out.
1: It's called "Add Something, Ad Perpetuum, or something like that the album's called. And, and one of the later tracks is, is a composition that, that, that goes from one drummer to the, the
0: next, and we, we swap phrases and stuff. It's pretty nice. It was, It's was great to do. I'm going to include that in the show notes for the podcast, too, so everybody can check it out as well. Oh,
1: great. Yeah, oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I
0: want to make sure that people, people can check that out, definitely. What were you going to yeah. say,
1: though? Um, I don't remember. We, 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 <laughs> oh, no, I think we were just talking about, yeah, playing with great drummers and stuff. And of course, it, it's, it's, you know, to to play with somebody that, I mean, just like all great artists, you know, it keeps coming up with these same words, conviction and surety and, and confidence and everything else. But but all the greats to me, and, and uh, I really did a lot of heavy research and still do, even and continue to do now even with with new drummers i just I just want to be aware of everybody and what everybody's doing. but um I used to make it my business to really really just try to get inside all the great musicians and and the and the one common thing that went through all of them was was the fact that everything every single thing they played they you felt it with your life. you knew that they meant it and you and they say it to you with such conviction that it's that it's just Amazing, and and to me, all the greats had that. Even, Even if it's, even when it's understated, like a Paul Motian with Bill Evans trio or something, you know, where he's he's whispering on the drums, but he's caressing. But it's so full of of spirit, and it's so in your face, even though it's gentle and beautiful.
0: And that's the that intangible, or those type of intangibles, are what I'm really interested in. Because, me too, Nick. Me too. Because I always I, I mean, I'm sure the audience is tired of me saying this, but like you can go anywhere and figure out how to play paradiddles at 220, you know, but but oh, sure. but to learn this other side of of this this intangible feeling or vibe or, you know, call it whatever you want to call it. Uh, yes. but just that that thing that it, I mean, you use conviction, which is which I'm fine with that word too. Uh, mm. You know, with with, with uh, just attaining that, mm. and it's sort of like that lightning in a bottle type thing, and that uh, it just, that's that's what blows my mind about players.
1: I, I think so, but and and usually those people are the most sometimes unstable, sometimes very insecure as people, um, emotional messes. Alcoholics, you know, go right. wherever you want with it, right? But, but, but you know, they—they're invariably sufferers. You know, they—they—they—they they, they, they go through it, man. I mean, they—they—they they, they live this because they—they they love it and they mean it, and whatever they want to play, they want to—they want to express the most that can be expressed. And when I look at somebody like Vinny, he—he—it's like he's bleeding when he plays. You know, it, it's it's so visceral and 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 naked and raw and beautiful. But, you know, aside from the brilliant coordination and 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 great time and great feel and everything else and great pocket and and all these other things that 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 we speak of many 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 times, but it's 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 the other stuff that really it's when you hear that kind of giving in somebody that generosity of of. Of spirit, basically, and, and and that need to make somebody feel like they're something, and they're telling you, "I'm somebody, and I love you." And isn't this whole universe just something, you know? Isn't it sad? Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it chaotic? Isn't it beautiful? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you hear you hear all these messages coming out of him, and it, and it's just so. And and at that time, ta- you know, times like that, I stand back. From, keyboards
0: or wherever i'm standing and i look at him and i think yeah that's what greatness is yep you know now and he i think falls into the camp not of you would mention like emotionally unstable and that's i don't mean that by any means but from what i've heard because i don't know him personally but i i know that he or i've heard that he's a very private person he's sort of shy yeah and then but then when he gets behind the kit he's just you know he's he's sort of uh lays it all out and and leaves it all in the field but and then, you yeah. know, when he walks off stage, he's just he's just a normal dude and very quiet and very shy and just kind of goes about his business.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I You know, and I'm used to I'm used to. Uh, after uh, many decades in this business, I'm used to some pretty tricky characters. Uh, should I say complex characters? And, you know, I could even point out one meeting I had with Tony Williams, which I'm not sorry I had it, but it was just awful, you know, and but I really you know I've been told you know Tony ooh, Tony Williams you know, you know you need to be careful when you, you it, he can be really he can really blow hot or cold you know and you know don't be offended if he's really short with you or something and I said well, no I expect him I know this guy's this playing has spoken to me so clearly in his playing it's it's almost like in a in a Secondary way, second-hand way, it's almost like you know them, right? Or you, you you certainly know a lot about what makes them tick emotionally as people. And and I said, of course, Tony Williams is complicated. He's a complex character. There's no doubt about it. I, I know that when I'm going to meet him, he's going to be odd, or he's going to be, or he's going to blow me off, or something, or is, or I might catch him on a really good day, and a, you know, and and he'll be very forthcoming and very friendly and and um, generous with his you know words and stuff but uh, when I met him he certainly wasn't. <laughs> but, so but, but, but so I what, but, what yeah, happened? I don't well he just we, I started playing with the guitarist Alan Holdsworth and we were this was very early days in our playing relationship and I'm, I'm going back to 19... 19- it wasn't seventy nine but it was certainly eighty, certainly no later than that, and we had this three piece together and um and somehow Alan had managed to land a uh, um, an opening slot a support slot for Tony Williams at the at a big venue they had here in Victoria, long gone, but we did um you know, we had the set going and stuff, and and he he said, "Yeah, we got, we got this gig, and we're supporting Tony." And I said, "Tony who?" Oh. He said, "Tony Williams." And I go, "You're kidding me!" <laughs> it's like we're, we're gonna we're gonna play before Tony, and I was just
0: sort of beside myself. So it's, to the, At so least it, much- it's better than playing after him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, sure, exactly. <laughs> you got that right, Nick. And he. Um, I was just, I didn't even sleep for for some days before this. And and I remember getting to the theater pretty early with my drums and setting up and, 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 you know, getting everything happening. And I just wanted to be around that theater in case he showed up. Because I I have to make it clear to to anybody listening and still with this conversation, to the fact that really out of a lot of musicians, out of many, many, many artists, if I could have... Gotten to his attention with anything that I played, and, and and somehow earned his approval for something that I'd done, that would have mean meant so much, you know. It, I, I'm just trying to sort of.
0: Sure. So Tony, was you, Tony was your Tony.
1: guy. Yeah, in in many so many ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we get in there, and I'm there with my drums and stuff. There's no sign of him. It's quite a you know quite a few hours are passing. And his, his yellow drums are, are all sort of set up on stage and stuff. And we're just waiting for the guy himself. And
0: eventually word
1: gets back to me. Oh, he's here. You know, he's he's in the building. I said, where? Said, well, we don't know. You know, it's, it's a big old Victorian theater. It could be anywhere. So I just went on. I was just like going up and down staircases, like along corridors and stuff. And finally I found him. And he was sitting alone in a room just changing his shoes. In fact, yeah, that's exactly what he was doing. He was looking down, bending over, sat down, changing his shoes, and um, I just kind of knocked at the door, and I was very, very polite. I think I called him Mr. Williams, or whatever, and I just said, I'm, I'm really sorry to interrupt you, sir, but um, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a support slot for you, and we're so excited about it. I am, and I um, you Know it's just an amazing thing to be able to sort of be in the same room and could just tell you how I feel about you and you know what what you've done for me as a drummer. And and uh and he let out this great sigh, you know, it's like oh god, you know, would this guy go away, <laughs> and you know, I said, and by the way, you know, we're, we're on it to. 745 and um, I just wondered, you know, if there was any chance at all, I know you're going back to the hotel But if you might be here that you might be able to, you know, hear 16 bars of what we're doing and, and um, He slowly it was the first motion I saw bodily physically from him and his head started coming up I remember that until his eyes met mine and he looked at me and he said why and I said, oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 please don't say that. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? So, like, why? And and I I didn't know what to say. It's just one of those moments you just wish the ground would swallow you up. But the thing is, um, I was pretty young. You know, I was, like, 19 then. and I, I guess I just wanted to get out of the room. So I just sort of made an excuse and sort of wished him a good day and stuff. But the thing was, I didn't. I didn't care that it that he that he wasn't friendly, you know. I, I I expected him to be like that, that that kind of artist, with with this unbelievable kind of revolutionary. How he expanded the whole concept and vocabulary of playing drums and understand and, and the way of punctuating in music and how he kind of revolutionized all that and how how he played with Miles in. in in such an unobvious way, but so mature and stuff. I mean, you know, I'm talking about Miles Live in Europe or four or more of these records, right. these insane recordings he did when he was 17. He's playing with this much perception and 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 shape and, and, and unbelievable kind of punctuating of the music and between people's solos, it's as if he's, he's, he's able to kind of mind read what they're gonna do next. And, and preempt it from the drums. Amazing, really amazing. I, I used to listen to those records in d- disbelief.
0: I I think and, I, I still listen to them in disbelief.
1: Oh, me too, man. You know, and we know, and, and and people like you and me will 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 recognize that right symbol immediately, that crash symbol immediately, those hi hats immediately. You know what I mean? It's just it's so imprinted.
0: I I think the thing that amazes me the most about guys like like elvin and max and and tony excuse me uh -hmm. is not the fact not that they played what they played but they invented what they played yes so like i can i can go and learn a tony williams lick and i can play it Mm -hmm. but like i'm not i didn't invent that you know, and just sure. to sort of and for me, like I you know, I grew up I'm I'm thirty five now, so I grew up I mean, I listened to all that stuff, but I also grew up like listening to Dave Matthews band and Carter Beaufort, and I was always a big fan of his playing and learned yeah. every Dave Matthews song I possibly could because I really enjoyed his this guy's playing, Carter yeah. Beaufort's. And, you know, one day I ju- it just kind of hit me because I for about thirty seconds I was like, Oh, I'm awesome. I can play all these songs. I'm as good as he is. And then I thought, mm. well, wait a minute. He created all of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just tracing it. I didn't draw that's it. Right. I'm just tracing yes. it. Yeah. So guys that's like true. Tony and Elvin and Max and Buddy and all of this. It's just that's what amazes me most is the fact that they created that.
1: Yeah. Really, 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 really. I I hear you absolutely. And the, and the fact that they were all such. Characters, you know, they 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 were like, you know, the old movie stars. Just you, the moment they're on, it's like even before they speak, you can feel them. They've got so much character, and and and
0: it's that's how they are. It was amazing. That I always talk about Elvin about how he just he it was like a freight train. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing how he he could just move. I mean, it felt like he was like moving buildings sometimes when he was playing. Oh, absolutely. yeah
1: i it, I used to go and watch him and Billy Higgins and Ronnie Scotts, and just used to be almost sitting under the drums, just as close as I could get, you know, just transfixed, just gone with it.
0: unbelievable. so now with Tony, was that the that was the first and only time you met him? Um,
1: to speak of, yeah, there was one other time with with v I was I was um, I'd been invited to see the CBS All-Stars just 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 a few years prior to that. And uh, he kind of passed me in a hallway. I was in the same room as him once. Yeah.
0: Interesting. But, uh, no. <laughs> it's interesting because you know the story and he doesn't, which is always sort of interesting to me of like, you don't remember who I am sort of thing. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, cro- I was at a, at a drum menu. I was at DW and, uh, one of the guys from Gretsch was there. And 15 mm-hmm. years ago, I got a scholarship when he, this guy was working, uh, you know, at Peisty and I just kind of passed him in the hallway and sort of like, <clears throat> you don't, you don't know who I am, do you? I knew who he was, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just kind of cool how, how paths can cross again, you know, at some at later when you're so much more established than you were then. Ah, uh,
1: that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. It's funny. You got to
0: yeah. be you got to be nice to the people on the way up because you may pass them on the way down.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> sure. But at the same time, I, I recognized. You know, I mean, he was brutal to me, and the most the most interesting one of the most interesting things was that I work for two guitar players right now: Alan Holdsworth, John McLaughlin. I mean, they, between them, they they both worked with with Tony. Right. different in different periods
0: so I know you play keyboards with John but do you play drums with them as well sometimes yes I do yeah okay. yeah
1: in fact I you know we don't know it because we're downloading all the tracks these days but but
0: I'm actually quite active on the drums on the records yeah okay I met I I met when you were touring but like oh, you yes. ever did you ever tour yes. playing drums
1: yes we do we, okay. we have two sets sets of drums which really puts the pr- pressure on me because You know, Ranjit Bharat, who's a wonderful drummer from uh, Mumbai, and he has all this, uh, of course, Indian discipline and education and whatnot, but he has has a real swagger and great feeling on a Western drum kit. So he's got, like, the the real great meeting of of both worlds. Um, By the time, you know, because John likes pretty much blood on the floor. He wants real... He wants everything you've got all the time. Right. And I, I understand, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. <laughs> but the thing is, after you've been playing piano and playing solos and whatever else, and, you, and you, you're into that, and then you, you jump up the drums to, to, to start playing drums along with somebody else who's been playing drums all night, you're cold to that instrument. Now, Nick, how do I practice for that? Just going back to a few questions ago. go, I mean, how the hell, what do I do
0: for that? <laughs> <Exactly. Because laughs> Keep some pillows happened? and sticks next to you and, and you know, in between tunes, you can,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, the, the thing is, you know, I jump up there. And, and it's the, a total, us,
0: it's, I got to imagine it's a total different headspace too.
1: Oh, yeah, it you is. Know? Yeah. But it's like it's a flick of the switch for me. I, I don't mean to say that to boast or anything, but it's when you've been doing that this long. Of course. You You, you just you physically acclimatize yourself in that way and and it's just as close to you as the instrument you've just left on stage
0: but it's still it's it's almost the equivalent not to cut you off but it's sort of like when you go into a club and they say hey why don't you sit in and then you play one song and then they say okay now do a solo and you're like come on i just you know i just sat down i just got here i'm not i'm not warmed up or you know or anything i just
1: oh no the first thing i have to play on the drums with with John's band is solo, like like trading. <laughs> of course, with, with Ranget, who's absolutely by this point, he's he's so, you know, his adrenaline's so up there, right? And I have to I have to jump in and be a hundred percent. You know, it's, it's it's not for the faint-hearted, I tell you.
0: <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. But
1: it's 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 great because you you find it. You, it's, it's this old message again. You have to trust that it's there to be found, and then you can pick it up at the drop of a hat, and um, you know find it from somewhere because it's in you, and and it's there to be done, and you want to do it, and you're doing it because you love it. And you you know I want to tell John how much I love him, you know, as soon as I get on those drums because he loves he loves drums.
0: So where does that come from, though? I mean, is, is that just it just comes from experience? In your opinion, of just it just being there, just being able to flip that switch.
1: Um. Well, I think the crux of this is you—you you have to want to. It has to—it has to be something, you know. If I didn't believe that, that that I could do it, I would have said to John a long time ago, you know, listen, this—I—I I don't like this, you know. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm playing badly when I get on the drums, and by the time I get back to the piano. I've been so tense while playing drums that my piano technique has gone down the tubes, you know, and, and it, it, would be kind of easy to do that. But, but, but my want to, you know, I've been given a chance to, to, to express my, you know, my own little things on not one, but two instruments. And I've been, not only that, I've been entrusted to do so by one of the most incredible musicians of the of the 20th century. Right. I mean, wh- what are you gonna do? He goes, no, I want, you know, get up there and you play those drums, and he can be harsh, you know, and he'll he'll tell you like it is. But th- that's not cruel to me. That's old school. Right. That's okay. That works. That works for me. Then I keep remembering, I'm 20 years older than you, Nick, almost to the day, and and I'm old school too. So.
0: Well, most of the guys but, that I, I say, play with are, you know. Other than my my old band, like most of the guys I play with are in their you know, or are, are probably twenty or thirty years older than me too. So yeah, so I sort of got that. I I lucked well, I didn't luck into it. I I sought it out and and uh, really got schooled by like like Joey Francesco's brother Johnny. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, I cut a. I I've been watch. I've been watching Joey and Pop uh, and his brother Johnny play for years and years. And they're from my hometown. So then I just kind of dove into that and I was like, teach me everything. And they were cool. And there were some nights where we would hang at the studio and I would leave with my tail between my legs. And, oh. And, which was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't, I would not, that in in three or four years of me spending a ton of time with them, my playing and my mental state improved, you know, exponentially. So Yes. Uh, I I I love I sort of I love that tough love. I'm from, you know, my dad's Italian and he's kind of like a brute guy, so.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I get yeah, it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like yeah, getting
0: screamed at on stage and things like, yeah.
1: Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, big big part of my upbringing too. <laughs>
0: Let's take a quick moment to thank the sponsors. This session is brought to you by DW Drums, my favorite drum company, not only because they make great drums, but because they support this podcast and they have been for a very long time and they support other drumming initiatives all over the world, much like this podcast. So be sure to check them out. Thank them on social media and check out a a lot of the new stuff that they have coming out. They got some hip hip stuff coming out. I like the, I mentioned last time about the carbon fiber snare, which I really like. You should check that out. So you can learn more at dwdrums.com. Also, if you are an educator, Sabian has the new Sabian education network. So this is a place that'll help you get more students and bring the latest technology into your studio, increase your profitability and much more. For more information, head over to sabian.com forward slash join S E N. Promark has just released the new Mike Portnoy signature stick and it's designed to give you a lot more power in your arsenal and it also has heat activated technology which actually adjusts to your body temperature and gets tackier as you play. You can learn more about this great technology and the new Mike Portnoy stick at Promark.com. Now let's get back into it with my man Gary Husband. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask who are who are some drummers that you like playing with, and then who are some keyboards that you like playing with, keyboard players that you like playing with.
1: Um. Well, uh, I like I like piano players. I like playing with other instrumentalists, or since your question revolves around piano, um, who just who've got real cool strong time you know in what they do and in, the, in their phrases and stuff and, and can can really dig in with with the rhythm and be adept enough to to be able to to play with some kind of rhythmic language that, that drummers love and and to be able to do that with really good feel to it and good time and of course great notes and that's that's my ideal kind of piano player to play well actually that's my ideal kind of standard to play piano myself right so that's what I chase, and 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 it's, in actual fact, that's that's definitely going back to another question. It's, it's definitely something the drums give to to the piano. It's this 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 kind of um, um, consistency of of rhythmic feeling and and uh, and the coordination to be able to to attempt you know complicated rhythmic figures, which a lot of players actually don't do, you know, that that, that I know of. I, I listen to a lot of people, but I'd like to hear people a little bit more adventurous with, with rhythmic figures in terms of, of playing solos, playing, improvising on keyboards or whatever other, other instrument that that, uh, that kind of meets ours, you know, as drummers, Nick. And, you know, I, I'm kind of like, on, you know, that's okay. Grab a hold of that. I know it's hard, but just keep a hold of it, and I'm right there with you, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So you can, so we, so we can really have some kind of stimulating exchanges between us, and th- those are my favorite kind of players.
0: That was something must... that that I learned. I remember, you know, sort of learning that the guitar player could hold the rhythm while the drummer sort of goes off a little bit, and yeah. it was, it, and learning that and saying, okay, I can trust this person this, that they're going to hold that for me and exactly. I can sort of maybe not do a solo or something like that, but I can, I can stretch and they're saying, no, no, no I got, I'm, I'm here, I'm holding this for you and when you get back, yeah. I'll pass it off to you.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Which it's, it's hard to gain that trust and it's hard to understand sort of what's going yes. on when you're first learning it, but once you do... Yes. It is, it is. That's where the magic happens, as they say.
1: It, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, you know, you, you ready well, let's do this, let's hold hands and jump off this thing together, you know.:
0: <laughs> And so what you just were talking about sort of ties into the next question that I was, was going to ask about, maybe some mistakes that you see that drummers do while playing with a rhythm section, or some advice that you may have for, for drummers that are playing in a rhythm section, because you can see it from both sides.
1: Um yeah I'm I'm probably one of those I'm listening to as I, as I said before I'm listening to a lot of a lot of musicians a lot of current players right now and I I have to tell you that there seems so much emphasis on on just being completely crazy in any hole that exists in the music, and and this kind of playing, it, it kind of represents the opposite to t- of Tony Williams, if you like, in this way, because with 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 a guy like Tony Williams, you know that there was this supreme imagination at work, and somebody who would bring something completely different to a performance of a particular tune on any on any other given night, it would be completely different. Same tune, same center drums, but you know, from even during the head, but definitely during pia- solos and stuff, what they would do would, with you and for you and against you and over you and under you and all this would be something something else. And he'd 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 often play he'd often play nothing. Look at what Miles Davis said about Tony Williams. He says, you know, if you're walking in the street and you stumble, Tony would play that. You know what I mean? And and as, as a kid, I was so, I just, I was insatiable appetite for music and musicians of wanting to know more about what made them tick. And I'd read statements like, like that and then read another interview with Tony. And he'd say, you know, I, I don't want to play two and four on the hi hat. I don't want to play the bass drum, particularly on, on the first beat or the third beat necessarily. I want to play it where it means something. And I'd go, yes, thank you. You
0: know, it's like
1: they give you the energy through through these magnificently noble statements, and 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 I I I just I took all of them. I believed all of them. I still do. I I'm with you. So I mean, where I'm going in this long-winded way is that sometimes I'd like to hear a bit more imagination than just like, oh well, there's a there's a hole coming up here. I know this bit in the composition, and the drama plays just. Absolute manically through it or put something in there so outrageous and I know what it's like to be, I love intense music I love loud music, I love intensity when it hits, but I love it to mean something, I love it to be there for a reason, I love it to get hot because of what just happened, what it's coming out of and where it's going and, and, and this is a kind of formic kind of spontaneous progression that I'd much that I'm missing hearing in in a lot of, in the ways a lot of drummers play
0: to be honest but, sort, of, sort uh, of just playing I, things I, because they can play them
1: kind of I mean I you know it just I'm not saying that you know I wouldn't I wouldn't like to generalize by by accusing anybody of any you know, of, of that specifically but 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 I, I am missing meaning I'm missing Motive. I'm, I'm missing i I'm missing some vision. I'm missing some imagination. I'm missing some interesting placement for people's ideas. And and I'm missing some stimulation out of that imaginative aspect. I'm, I'm just not getting it enough. I'm not getting what I need. I have to keep going back to 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 where I know I'm going to hear it, and it, it invariably means all the records. And I'm not saying this making a massive generalization it's it's not it's by all means not everybody i'm listening to but it's a large percentage let me tell you that
0: no i i agree with you i do agree okay so uh i have two more questions i know we're we're sort of running long on time and i don't i want to respect your time so i don't want to hold you up too long um there's something that um, there's something that really fascinates me about the creative mind and the things that you do outside of just playing the drums or mm. just playing piano or just playing music in general. So do you have anything in your daily life that you do sort of daily habits or, or or things like that 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 sort of play into your you, who you are as a person, as an artist, as a creative? Can you ask me that once? I'm not sure I understand. Do you have anything in your daily life that you think – um, helps you sort of be more creative. I mean, you know, do you do you meditate? Do you is there you know? Do you have exercise routines? Do you have specific daily habits? Like you know, for me, I have a morning routine every every morning when I get up. Do you have mm-hmm. any sort of thing like that, or is it tough for you because you're on the road a lot? Or,
1: um, yeah, yeah, I tell you, routine is tough for me. Maybe, maybe that's a oh, part <laughs> part of being a, a mad uh jazz musician you know, or improvise I don't know but if if I had to walk the same way to to the same place every morning I'd have to find a different way to walk there right otherwise I'm going to go stir crazy
0: mhm
1: you know like counting the I know how many stones there are before the street comes up on the left and this stuff I mean I can't bear it so um, I'm kind of just get up and, and and love to just get the coffee machine on and whatever happens after that I have no idea
0: I like it. I like it.
1: (laughs) You know, and uh, sometimes it it, um, turns, you know, turns into an eventful day or or, sometimes it doesn't. (laughs) But it's just like music, isn't it?
0: Yep. Yeah. No, I respect that. I I like it. I do. And so now, before we we started the interview, you had mentioned that you have a new project that you're working on. Uh, Do you want to sort of explain a little bit about what that is? I know you said that it's not completely ready, but... Uh,
1: <clears throat> no, it's not. It's, but I do plan to um, embark on um, sort of uh, putting, putting... I'm sort of getting to the age now. I'd like to kind of find an outlet for the things that I think that I've learned and the things that I'd like to see become a little more prominent, at least... For consideration with 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 other people in 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 as part of forming what they want to do with the in their music and what with their musical life and i'd like to pass on some messages and and just get the chance to do that and i can think of no other way to better do that than through kind of some online video kind of things and try and make them sound really good because i'm i'm Relentless with with mics and trying to get the you know things to sound good and and make them look good and just try and get some good messages across, but 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 good messages,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, that's one thing I want to do. So I mean that'll all be on the social media right. under my name and stuff. Maybe even on the website if I can get that working again. <laughs>
0: So and <laughs> and I'll I'll link all of your your social media uh all your properties and everything on the show notes for this. And oh, then and if people want to learn more about you and sort of keep an eye on what you're doing, can they just go to your website?
1: No, it's probably better to go to um Actually for so the things I, I I actually keep Wikipedia up to date through another source.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. But but that is
1: actually very What's there is accurate. okay, and and also of course the the, the Facebook and the Twitter are just just me mostly. So um, um, a lot of what I'm doing currently and what's coming up is is, is made sort of available via those pages.
0: Okay, and I'll make sure, I'll link to all that stuff so the listeners can go to drummersresource.com forward slash session one seven two and it'll have all that information up there. And they can read about you and uh, follow what you're doing and keep an eye on any projects that are coming out. And Gary, I want to say thank you for doing this, for taking all the time to chat with me. It was great oh. going down that road of, of you know your creative mind and, and hearing the way that you approach both both playing drums, playing piano, and also just music in general. So thank you very much. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, you're too kind. More than too kind. And I'm, I'm really... Flattered that you you had the notion to to get me up here and do and do this. It's great. It's good.
0: Absolutely, and <laughs> it was it was an absolute pleasure. And I thank you. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and safe travels on uh, all the touring that you do. And I wish you continued success. Thank you, Nick. All the best to you. God bless. Awesome, Gary. Thank you so much. Bye bye. So there you have it, Mr. Gary Husband. I hope you enjoyed that. And for all the links to everything that we talk about during the podcast, be sure to visit drummersresource.com forward slash session seven. Two. Also, the comment sections are open on the site. They weren't before because there was a, I was getting a lot of spam, but they're activated now. So I would love to hear your feedback. So be sure to leave your comments at drummersresource.com forward slash session 172. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.